he talked to me from his butt. No. <laughs> and I remember, I remember like in my like drunken state being like, this is the man I'm going to marry. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. We're back. We are literally back from Philly. We said that today. <laughs> We're back. It's Beyonce Day. Okay, sorry. Go, go. <laughs> All right, before we get into it, uh, this episode of Girls Gotta Eat is brought to you by Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to zola.com slash GGE. And thanks to Beta Brand for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Beta Brand wants you to look good and feel good even at the office. Go to betabrand.com slash GGE, all lowercase, and get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants today. Ooh. Thanks to Living Proof for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. The scientists at Living Proof have found a way to make hair color last twice as long and look and feel healthier. It's called Color Care. Visit livingproof.com slash GGE and use code GGE to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. And also thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. For $80 off your first month, go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80 to get a total of $80 off. That's $20 off your first four boxes. Yes. Got a great episode for you guys today. Our friend Eden Grinchpen is in the studio with us. She is a food TV host, chef, all around awesome person. We're talking about when you know, you know. Among other things, she is one of those people that is smart and successful and beautiful and funny, which is so unfair, and found the love of her life, and has this beautiful child. Like, it's just, come on, and man. And you're like, I want to hate her. You want to hate and her. And you meet her, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's so nice. It's, it's, it's so not lovely. fair at all. And she's got these, like, funny sisters. They're like the Kardashians, but, like, the funny version. With the brain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can be beautiful and successful, but not funny, okay? Not funny and smart and all the other... Anyways, um, so we have a great episode with her today. Um, we'll catch up on our life a little bit. We got back from Philadelphia. Um, I got back last night. Ashley got back this morning. We had three live shows at the Punchline. Really phenomenal. If you came to those shows, thank you so much. Yeah, there were. it was awesome. Those were like, well, a couple things. Let's tie some stuff in. Last time we were in Philly together, we saw Beyonce. Today, Beyonce's documentary comes out and it's called Homecoming and I just have my homecoming shows in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. call me Beyonce. No. Full circle. I know. No, I'm just very excited. I want to wrap this up as soon as possible so I can watch the documentary. Um, as soon as I got here, Ashley was like, how soon can you leave? I'm like, happy Bay Day. Happy Bay Day. Uh, Philly was awesome. My fa- um, All my family and friends came uh, yeah, I don't really know what to say besides amazing three nights. We lived at the punchline and the show, the fans are so savage. They brought us gifts. They bought us gritty gifts. He didn't come. It's fine. I guess we're broken up now. It's fine. It's fine. We'll get other mascots in other cities. You know what, Gritty? Fine. Um, But (laughs) we'll get other mascots in other cities. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. And just a shout out to Andrew Collin who came down just to um, do our third show with us and just be with us. And we love him so much. Yeah. He's just so great. Um, We were like, can you just want to come hang and be a special guest and... Let me gyrate on you on yeah, stage. Yeah, you guys are always doing some freaky stuff on stage. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's, it's all I right. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just want to shout out uh, something from last week. 
we did our wedding episode and we were like, we felt like we were going to get some negative feedback just because it's such a touchy topic. And we had some very strong opinions and not a one. Everybody was so on board and you guys sent us the nicest messages. I can't thank you enough for all the nice messages you send all the time and inviting us to your weddings. I, I'm going to cry. Like I can't believe you even cried yet. It's not. Look, that's like your most special day. You really genuinely invite us. Like we got invitations. It wasn't like, come to my wedding. Ha ha ha. It was like, we would like you to be no, there. I'm and I'm like, not okay. So just, we love you guys so much. We got such the best, we got such good feedback from brides, bridesmaids, you know, former bridesmaids, wedding planners, wedding photographers. Like I'm just, I'm glad we did that topic justice. And the feedback you guys gave was really so encouraging and the wedding invites. Thank you for all your stories also. And as always, you know, got a lot of feedback right. with the money yeah. episode as well. And you guys buying his book. And so, yeah, I mean, just keep being fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, people sent like their, per- that was fun to read. People sent personal stories, some really like terrible stories, really happy stories. Like yeah. I was like, I know we're going to get flooded with like wedding engagement stories and like didn't mind at all. Like love you guys sharing that kind of stuff with us. And just thanks again. We love you guys so much. Love you I'm guys. just in like an emotional space with, with our listeners and how great they are. And <laughs> I don't know. We still don't know what to call you guys. Someone said snacks, which I like. If yeah, you guys should just submit what we should call you. We joked it's Philly calling you guys crackheads, but it was because it's kind of a joke. It was an inside joke. <laughs> Snackheads. <laughs> Looking like a snackhead. I don't like that. Snackheads. <laughs> You're doing your laugh. <laughs> Raina does this laugh sometimes. It's not even fake, but it's like this very like she t- it's she pauses. She hears a joke that she likes and she takes a beat and then goes. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> you know, you learn a lot about yourself when you record yourself continuously, like that you don't know any words and what they mean. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Snackheads, so much for also for coming to the stupid live shows. Okay, really quickly, guys. Um, yes, we forgot to even say st- at the the Philly shows were especially stupid. All the fans extremely stupid, and so you guys are so stupid. We <laughs> thanks for coming to our stupid live shows. Also. We're announcing new shows coming soon, but you can still get tickets to the ones that still have tickets left at stupidliveshows.com. Oh, yes. <laughs> A friend of mine named Brandon, he sent me, he goes, I made something for you. And it was stupidliveshows.com. And he obviously redirected it to our actual live show page. So I'm, we're not kidding that you can go to stupidliveshows.com and get our, our tour dates. So thank you to the person who wrote the review about the stupid live shows. You've changed <laughs> our lives. We own the URL now, stupidliveshows.com. Um, anyway. Anyway, we'll tell you guys a little anecdote about what happened this week and then we'll get into the show. Yeah. Um, had a little, what do we call what happened? I don't know. Uh, we'll just tell you. Uh, what should we call it? not a situation business as usual <laughs> men just being men <laughs> i had one of those this men week. being men that's it that's it men being boys is what men we had being boys <laughs> that's what we had boys being boys ew all right um boys will be boys so i had a little situation with this guy um so i ran it was a guy who i'd gone out with about a year ago yes. we just like we'll tell if people might remember 
You know oh yeah, I mean? it was the guy that I wanted like this like all night long horrible. All we'd have all the horrible spots in New York City. Worst of NYC tour. Libation, the DL, just one horrible nightlife spot <laughs> after the next. She's like really not my vibe. We had like a good makeout session. I wasn't really. I don't think either of us was like super into each other, and so that was yeah. just it. So, anyways, um, I ran into him on Thursday night at this thing. We end up just sort of like talking to each other. Everybody leaves. We end up by ourselves. We went to the next bar and the next bar, and um, we had a nice time. I don't know. He's like very flirty, touchy feely, whatever. I, I don't know that I was really like whatever. Yeah, it was like uh, nice. It's it always nice. nice to go and flirt with like a cute boy. It doesn't mean you like him to date them or whatever. Yeah, you know, he's very good looking and. I mean, he's cute. Yeah. He's very good looking. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, and so he sent me a nice text after we left. He said, you know, he had to go meet a friend and he said like, you know, company here is not as good as yours or something cheesy like that. that, Like, so cheesy, whatever. It was nice. Um, no, but as in like he was interested. Yeah. He sent you like a follow up text. Yeah. Yeah. And I just said like thoughts and prayers or something like that. And I was having a party at my house on Friday night with like all my friends. Um, and so I told him he could come by if he wanted to, he should come. Um, and so he did, he came and first person there <laughs> after me and Meryl, like he was on it. Yeah. I said, party starts at seven. He first was there. person, like literally yeah. besides us when yeah. we were like your friends setting up. Yep. Came by by himself, brought me by bottle himself. tequila. By, yes. Brought gifts. Yes. Um, Ashley was like, oh, Ashley's talking about this guy. I'm like, you should talk to her about it. They had like a whole boy yes, session. He, yeah, I, I had some like confusing behavior with this guy. We were talking about it and he was like giving me advice. And I was like, I love this dude. And he is so cute. And he he came there alone. He brought you a gift. I was like, he was just really like stick, you know, being flirty and cute. And I was like, man, Raina, like, why don't you like this guy? Because she kept being like, this guy's coming by. We hung out last night. I'm not really into it. I'm like, why though? I, from what I knew of him, I kind of thought maybe I wouldn't like his vibe. I kind of thought he would be a little douchey and that was not the case. I really enjoyed him. He was wonderful, but you know how wrong I am. I adored him. And so I was like, kept telling Raina, like, I'm really into this guy for you. I like him. And she was like, I don't know. I'm just not, I don't, it's just not, I don't know how to explain it, but it's not like that. And I was like, it will be. (laughs) Um, it's not that, I don't know, whatever you spark with who you spark with. Right. So I just was like, I don't know, maybe, but he stayed the whole night, like hung out with all my friends. I mean, he knows a bunch of my friends. So, um, it's not like he like hung out with a bunch of strangers, but yeah, he hung out and he was talking to Jeremy all night and, um, hanging out with our friends and being like really flirty and cute. Yes. So towards the end of the night, it's like winding down. We go into my kitchen. We're like making out. And I'm like up against a wall, like making out with them. And it's so cute. And we walk out of the kitchen and other multiple rooms. You said you made out in a few rooms in your apartment. What a housewarming. (laughs) You said you made out in the kitchen, the bathroom, and your bedroom. Wow. This... I really christened this apartment. I just want people to know this wasn't like a quick kiss in the kitchen. Like you guys were having a makeout session. Yeah. You and this dude. Yeah, it was great. After he stayed at my party all night and hung out with all my And brought gifts and was like refilling people's drinks. Like he's a fucking significant other. Like what? And we, which we know I am. He was trying to play my role. Actually, was opening the door for people like, welcome to our home. Welcome to our home. We're so happy to have you here. We're so glad you could join us. I don't even know I can say the words about what happened next. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. I think you need to say the words. So they're hanging out and you did tell me, only me, you didn't announce it to anybody, but you were gone for a while. When you came back, you were like, oh yeah, we were just making out. And I'm like, nice, nice. I was like, yes, I win for me because I like support this. Support this. Yes, it's happening. And... Everybody's standing, hanging around. I'm sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I hear 
him go, oh, Ashley, can you help me with my dating apps? Like (laughs) help me get more dates with my Bumble and my Hinge. And I was like, "Uh, uh, what? And I just figured you guys had been talking about it. You know what I mean? Like it came out of nowhere. I knew you had just made out. So I was like, oh, they must be talking about funny dating app stuff. This is an interesting take for Raina to bring this up. So I took his phone and then caught the look in your eye. You looked shocked. I was also drunk. So I was like, I definitely like misheard what he just said to her. And I, I just was like, uh, I do not understand what's going on here. Definitely caught Raina's eye. It was, it wasn't some joke between them. She looked like just confused. And I was like, this is so weird and I'm not going to play into this. And I, he randomly had like the ham horn app on his phone. So I just was like, oh yeah, I'll fix your day naps. And then I was like, bow, 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 and then like handed it back to him. and was just like, fuck you, dude, what are you doing? Like he was like, what kind of picture should I use? I thought it was so awkward. I, it was, everything stopped. Like everybody kind of like, he's announced it. Like in the middle of this crowd of people, he's like, Ashley, basically help me get more dates after I just made out with your friend in her home. Uh, What? That I came to, I brought a gift. What are you doing? What? I could have, I I was so shocked by it. You know, when you're just drunk and you're like, not sure, like really what's what's happening. I blacked out, but I'm like, I definitely misunderstood what, what is happening right here. You didn't. Nope. (laughs) It was very strange. So that's why I wasn't in him guys. I just, I felt the premonition that he was, you knew, you always know when you know, you know, but, then when he left, so he left and we were like, finally, all the boys are gone. It was just the girls left, you know, show she's dancing. It was a whole thing. But someone said that was weird, right? They did not know you guys made out. They did not know anything of you guys flirting, making out. Someone, one of our girlfriends was like, that was a little awkward, wasn't it? And I was like, even more awkward that they had just made out minutes prior. And everyone was like, <gasps> minutes like, prior. all these girls are like, what the actual fuck? Minutes prior. And like, I'm trying to like rack my brain. Like, he, did he think he was being funny? I don't, I don't think that he was being funny. It was so weird. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, she. I know that she's not into me. Whatever. We made out. We're drunk. It's late at night. But at least like wait till you leave the premises <laughs> to start like dating other so people. Disrespectful. It's so crazy. And like, I'm, I just, or, I'm also a really good kisser. I'm an amazing maker outer. I believe okay? it with those and lips. And the night before <laughs> he was like, man, that makeout session we had was so great. Like, you're such a good kisser. I was like, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. And here's the deal. If he picked up on a vibe that you weren't into it, but he was like, you know what? I'm still going to pursue her. Like, I, I think she'll, sh- I, you know, he'll try to wear you down a little bit. Like, then I get it. But then the, what was the thing with the dating apps? It's so bizarre that he initiated a makeout with you. He was acting like so flirty the whole night, fucking showing up first by himself, bringing gifts. And then he's like, yeah, just want to remind you that I am single and looking. <laughs> that <laughs> like, is, it's so wild. <laughs> so crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> like you couldn't even just, just leave the premises. Yeah. Like if we just made out 20 feet from where I'm standing. <laughs> Maybe don't ask my best friend for dating advice (laughs) in front of my face. What? And we were like, get out of here. And then I woke up and I had a DM from him at 6 a.m. He was like, hey, friend, just saying hi. I'm like, what are you doing? He texted her before he texted me. Seriously, I didn't hear from him until like noon. Whatever. At least you brought tequila. Shut up, dude. (laughs) I just like, I love to send the message that like people do this. You shouldn't take it personal. That's their fucking baggage. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like all I did was open up my home to somebody that I thought was like cool and fun to hang out with. I mean, now I'm going to roast them, but like, (laughs) you know, I wouldn't have talked about this otherwise, but like, exactly. I mean, there's, I mean, I hate to say this guys, but like I I hook up and date guys. I don't talk about any of them on the podcast. It's like, if something is sacred to me in private, that's how it is. But like until they, until they do this shit. (laughs) So like, it's, I mean, I just want to put out the message of like, guys just do this stuff. Don't take it personal. If somebody does something so egregious like that, like, I'm sorry, you didn't do anything wrong. 
You did not do anything oh, you, to you earn that. Do, you were just offered up your great lips for him to make out with. Best part of my body. In your home. Literally best part of my body. <laughs> In my beautiful home. <laughs> anyway. Ashley was like, we should talk about this today. And I was like, it makes me sound like such a loser. And then we're like, fuck it. We're it doesn't about make it. you sound like a loser at all. Like that, it's, it, that is just a dumb thing. Who knows what that guy did that and who cares? Right. I mean, and that's, I love at that point also, my mom has said this to me my whole life. Like who cares why somebody did what they did? Mm-hmm. Like you just need to understand how you're going to move on from it, how you attracted this into your life, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So but like, I don't know. I self-reflect. I feel pretty much pretty fine because that is like women obviously do this thing I think we talked about this a lot on the episode titled I regret nothing where women do this thing of like what did I do in this window of time when he changed his behavior nothing you did nothing you guys made out and then 10 minutes later like nothing happened there's absolutely nothing right. that happened sometimes you do something but this time I did nothing <laughs> no, usually you don't it's yeah, fuck them ask my best friend for dating advice in my home at my housewarming party I was so yeah at a loss for, I wish I would have lit him up more but I was confused well, you thought it was a joke too. Who would think that was serious? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, let's talk about a, a good couple. <laughs> All right. Today in the house studio with us and Dewey, I am really excited. This is someone I've been friends with for a long time. Somebody I've wanted on the show for a long time. She's so amazing. She is a food TV host, most recently of Top Chef Canada for the last three years. Uh, she is also the executive chef and owner of one of our favorite restaurants, Ugh. Des in New York City. You didn't bring any food. It's fine. Actually, <laughs> Keep I'm, going, sorry, no, you know? now I'm, I, I was actually, you just brought that up and it's weird that I didn't even think about that before, <laughs> should we call but should I we, should have it's okay, totally it's brought at least some cookies. Okay. What kind well, of a or person meatball. is she? for you? Well, now I know that you have that meatball, meatball thing. thing. <laughs> she has a meatball thing. I'll bring you the meatballs. I hope people bring us meatballs to shows now. <laughs> anyway, she is, she's Canadian. She's part Israeli. She's married. She's a mom. She's <laughs> all the things. That's one of her credits. <laughs> Married with yeah. she's part Israeli so, too. She's accomplished so much <laughs> in her short life. That's the only one that matters. Please welcome to the to the house studio eating Grinch pen. Did I say it right, guys? Yes, you I did. Was it up. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. We're, We're so, so glad excited. to have you. We've been talking about you having you on since day one. Oh, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I've been <laughs> watching your journey, and I am so excited for both of you because you. you're really Thanks. doing it Thanks. and you're doing like something really cool for for a lot of people thank you I've been watching your journey for a long time you're <laughs> like one of those people I'm like she really has it all she's like the career that like the whole great life I love your husband so much and we're gonna talk about how you guys met today he's so great well it's a pretty crazy story but first of all thank you honestly yeah. I, I don't like I do feel very very lucky I have an amazing husband and I'm I am doing something that I've been working really hard towards that I do every day um, so I I do feel hashtag blessed <laughs> tell us like just a little bit more really what you're doing day today I mean are you kind of all over the place you film how I am all over the place I'm a hot fucking mess that's what I am I feel like I every time anyone calls me I'm like oh my god I've been running around this city I feel like a headless chicken like actually I it's like I feel like I run around like crazy because I have Des I'm the co-founder and executive chef of Des and Samantha Wasser is the other co-founder which let's just really quick it's 
it's Nolita, a, right? It's in Nolita. It's on Mulberry between Prince and Spring, and okay. it's a fast, casual Middle Eastern restaurant. I'm half Israeli. Yep. So, um, you know, it's just food that I was cooking for my friends and family at home mm-hmm. that I get to now serve to uh, the people of New York City, uh, which is pretty epic. We were pretty excited. Get the about meatballs. It. I will. The Moroccan pr- lamb meatballs. Done. And I the will cauliflower bring you. and the carrots and the beet hummus. Stop like, no, the whole menu. me. I feel <laughs> awful already. <laughs> they have I it promise. on caviar. <laughs> I will send you meatballs. I will personally bring you the hand meatballs. deliver one in each hand. I will do that. Like balls. This feels like your PR person's fault. Yeah. So I was right? texting with her this morning. <laughs> her name's Carly and she didn't offer us food. I feel like this is her fault. That's so weird. I don't even know why we didn't even think about it. I think it's because it's an off hour. Listen, guys, it's 4 p.m. You're right. It if is. If this yeah. was more like lunchy, I'd be like, I'm bringing lunch. Or fire, Carly. Or that. Oh. <laughs> Carly, you, you screwed this one Meatballs up. Meatballs have I'm, no time of day. I know Thanks. that's true. That's true. Actually, that's timeless. something that we're trying. That's something that we're trying to sell. It does. You can eat balls any time of the day. Thank you. So you if you guys need just a specific meatball spokesperson, that I, I'm your girl. Well, you know what? I, I thank you because I think that is something that could come up in the future, and I'll always have this in mind. I'll you know I'll ask you to come in. I'm pitching. Myself. It's interesting to me that you own a restaurant, you're there, and you cook, and you have this like New York City really cool restaurant, but you're also the the host of like a, a really huge, incredible show. Yeah, so I'm I'm Canadian and I uh, get to host Top Chef Canada, which is such a like an a, like a surreal experience. Yeah. Obviously, I've, I've been a fan of Top Chef for years. So when they called me to come in and audition, I was like, "Why do you want me to come in and audition?" <laughs> like, and I auditioned, and then they were like, "You got the part," and I'm like, "Eden Grinchpan, are you sure? Like, you're talking to the right person here." Um, and they were like, yeah, it's hilarious because I'm so not a Padma Lakshmi. Like what she fuck? is Padma. Oh, oh, Padma. Okay. Padma. Padma. I've met, have you ever met Padma? No, no, no. And I know what you said. I just sounded like one really long word I didn't know, but Padma Lakshmi. Padma yeah. Lakshmi <laughs> is like this, like she walks into a room and it's like this statuesque, like she's so regal. Yeah. So she's beautiful. like six foot seven. She's so <laughs> She's like tall. Shaq. And she, she's the Shaq she's of like the food glowing. world. She's glowing. She glows. And I was like... I hope that I can radiate like, and then I walk in and, you know, it's definitely a different vibe, but you know what? <laughs> it's been a really, it's been honestly like a dream come true job. And like yeah. the third, the seventh season, it's the third season that I've hosted actually premieres April 1st, 10 PM Eastern okay. on Food Network Canada. Okay. So I hope everyone in Canada tunes in. So it's on now. Where are my it's, Canadians yeah, at? Yeah. Yes. Ugh, we love Canada. Um, and yeah, it's fun. You know, I get to uh, learn about the culinary scene in Canada. I get to meet all of these really incredibly talented chefs and all these up new up and coming chefs. And we eat a lot of really good food. What do you do with your daughter? My daughter. Okay. So the first season I ever shot with them. What do you do with your daughter? What do I, let me tell you what I do with her. So the first season I shot, I was early days pregnant. So they were like, we were hiding the bump, like the really small bump. Then the second season we shot together, I was a new mom and I was like pumping everywhere and I was not sleeping. Like you watch that season and I got bags. Like I look tired. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had a, I, you know, we hired a nanny. So she was with her while I was pumping 
And then the last season we did. Uh, but met- you brought her. Oh, yeah. I bring of course. Her. Okay. Of you course. bring her to Canada. Okay. Gotcha. I bring her to Canada with me and my husband comes and visits on the weekend. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I was curious. Mm-hmm. Is it just like, <laughs> like, I didn't know if it was just like single dad in the city. Oh, no, like, no, no. you're in Canada. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? But you know what? No. If any dad could do it, it would be Edo. Oh, I love that you say he's that about him. F- he's fierce. Like he... My, I always say I feel like my husband has more maternal instincts than I do. And I stick to that. <laughs> I stick to that. Maybe it's his Mediterranean roots. It just makes him like a little more like family oriented than like some shitty American. I actually. <laughs> sorry, I really sorry hit, America. really hit that hard. <laughs> shitty American. Have you ever, have you only dated American men? Um, you definitely haven't. I have fucked a bunch of Middle Eastern guys but not dated. All of my very serious relationships are with like white American males. Yeah, that's what you need to like switch it up. I agree. I need to switch it up. I'm trying. How about you? Uh, Probably same. I mean, I've dated, gone on dates, slept with guys that are not American, but relationship wise now, but I'm really out here trying. Yeah, no. And especially re- moving here. Like when I, I lived in Atlanta for 10 years and I was like, where are the brown guys at? Like, I literally asked him, one of my friends, like one of my Indian friends, like, where can I find more of you? I mean, he's married and has a kid. And he was like, <laughs> not here, Ash. And I was like, okay. I mean, I get to New York and I'm like on the apps. I'm like so much diversity. I love it. Yeah. I love that about New York. And actually Toronto's like that too. Toronto's like one Ooh. of the most multicultural cities. Yeah, so like, we're going to come to Toronto this Summer? Ooh, we're going to say, okay. All right. But um, yeah, I guess we'll fuck in Toronto. Um, Well, also, I was going to say, so Israeli, to all of my single friends, I'm like, go to Israel. Okay. Because Israeli men love American women. And um, Israeli men are all models. They're so insanely hot. They are so hot. Oh my God. Go in like, I, I'm, and I'm not even kidding you. Like yes. ye, all of them, there's something super sexy about like the, is the men in Israel. You don't have to convince me. They've all, been, they've all gone to, everyone has to go to the army there. Yes. So they all grow up really fast what? and they just like, there's this confidence about them and they all just casually have an eight pack and they're all like, t- like sun kissed and they eat like hummus. Like it's no big deal. And they want to treat you like a queen. Like they know how to treat women well. And you know why? Because Israeli women are tough as fuck. They are so tough. So men have to really work for them there. Mm -hmm. They really, really work for them. So like, they're just like, this is built into them. They're like, women are tough. We have to be good. We have to work for their like attention and their love. So then North American women come and they're like showing that same love. And North American women are like, I'll take that. Let's go. Uh, Yeah. Especially if you've been in New York, you're like, I'll take anything. Yeah. You're like, let's do it. Just touch my arm once. Of course. (laughs) Just text me back or something. Just be nice. I mean, I think that we should all move to Israel, apparently. And maybe do a show there? You know, but we'll go for work. I would love to go. You know that guy that I I was in Israel for like four minutes before I Instagrammed. We told the story like a year ago. Yeah. I went to Israel. I saw this guy on the beach. He was so beautiful. He's playing soccer. And I did an Instagram story of him. And I was like, I would literally fuck everything in this country. And some girl knew him and forwarded him the story. And he DM'd me and took me out on a date. Shut the hell up. Yeah. And what was his name? His name is Ali. Did you hook up? We fucked all night. Was it hot? <laughs> Wait, is this your way now of getting men? You just yeah, take a yeah, freaking she, video of them. It works every and time. And then they DM you and then you get laid. It's yes. never this is like a this is a whole new this is a whole new ball game. Like you are like, this is this is the new this is this pretty is my epic. New hinge. Yeah. yeah. Her, her batting average is Who real needs high. J date when you can just 
spy on people on the street. <laughs> he was he was like, here's a couple places we can go to. He had an exact time. He had three places he picked that I might were like. Were they all like different bedrooms? No, they were all really great um, bars. Oh. And then we went to his home where he <laughs> did have three bedrooms. We oh. fucked in two of them. <gasps> nice. Hello. Two out of three. Ain't and bad. <laughs> so like, can you tell me, is there a difference that you see like Israeli lovemaking versus, you have what called lovemaking? Because Israeli. Uh, Raina like, calls it lovemaking and she says it at our live shows and I just sit there like cringe, like well, crawl out of my skin. Well, because did I just make you crawl out of your no, skin? No, I think it's you're like, welcome to the podcast. You made me just crawl no, out you, of my for skin. you, it's fine. It's right now because she's like my sister and I'm just like, stop saying lovemaking. It's, it's weird. Well, you make, you, you make love to Israelis. But no, you're right. I like, because they're soulful. I like that yeah, term. I want to, I want in general just be out here saying fucking less. Yeah, so let's go with lovemaking. Well, you make you love make, to a shitty American. No, I think you make love to like, like Mediterranean men. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's including Italian. So like, like Greek, Italian, I don't know. I'm mean, it's like, you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. energy. Like oh, there's for a, sure. They're like they're like romantic, like they look you in the eyes and they just want to like grind you. Yeah, big Mediterranean energy. Mm. Next show in Israel. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break to talk about some of our partners for this episode. Okay. So we're talking about a new partner today, Beta Brand. Uh, what Beta Brand does is dress pant yoga pants. They are ultra comfy styles designed to impress, uh, but basically they make pants that are work appropriate and also comfortable. So the design is really interesting. They build in faux zippers, pockets, front buttons, belt loops, and there's tons of stuff you guys can choose from. Um, boot cut, straight legs, skinny, cropped, um, and colors. But basically, I mean, you know what it's like when you have to dress up for work. And I, I wish these were around when I had to wear like pencil skirts every single day to my job. <laughs> yeah. Something that you can look nice and all day long, but also be super, super comfortable. Um, they are super versatile in terms of length. So they do four different lengths as well. And obviously all different colors. So the work colors, black, navy, gray, and khaki. So you guys can feel super comfortable throughout the day, which is great. Uh, we got a couple pairs. The fit is really nice. They're easy to move around in. Yeah. Um, it almost makes me want to have a job again. <laughs> These pants will put you back to work. No, yeah, I got the skinny one. I like a, like just a skinny ankle with wear like a booty, but they are like super duper comfortable. I don't, I mean, if I, if I had to go to an office, I mean, I wear leggings every day anyway, but if I had to go to an office, like, yeah, I would just live in these dress pant, yoga pant. Hell yeah. That's so your vibe. <laughs> yes. I'm big fan. But beta brand and like, I'm sure we'll talk about more of their stuff down the road, but they're always just like putting out really cool, innovative stuff. So this is kind of what we're focusing on now, but just a great brand all yeah, around for you guys to check out. So that's, that's why we started wearing beta brands, dress pant, yoga pants. You can visit betabrand.com slash GGE, all lowercase to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you will ever wear to work. So you guys can check them out. Yes. And that is beta brand.com slash GGE. Okay. Let me take a breath. I get to talk about living proof. Ooh, my right, favorite thing. Take a nap while this is happening. <laughs> You guys know how much we love Living Proof. It's all I use on my hair exclusively. The product line, shampoo, conditioner, dry shampoo, dry volume blast, volumizing hairspray, the whole thing. But what I am obsessing over is the Color Care line. And this is their innovative three product system for color treated hair. Shampoo, conditioner, and the glaze. If you guys don't know what a glaze is, it's like a temporary dye that makes your hair color not only last longer, but also makes your hair richer and more vibrant. So there is kind of color in this, but don't be freaked out. It doesn't even like when you put it on your hair, you don't even get dye in your hands. It's like a very 
I don't know, innovative, subtle dye. I don't really know how they make glazes, but they're magical and they're amazing. So <laughs> I don't know how science works. I don't know how this works. works. You know, I, the, the, well, those, those living proof scientists are crazy, those MIT scientists. But this is amazing. They have one for light colored, like blonde highlights or blonde hair and also brunettes and, and redheads. So I have some blonde highlights. I'm using the, the line for that. And I cannot tell you guys enough that this has totally changed my hair. It's shinier. It's more vibrant. The highlights are coming out more. I just feel like it's thicker and fuller. I love living proof so much. It's like, changed my life. So yeah, I'm using the shampoo, conditioner, and the glaze, and this is their color care line. You know, even if you don't have, even if you just want your regular natural hair color to be richer, you can use this line. So it's not even just for color treated hair. They didn't tell me that, but I'm just saying it. That's my personal well, that's what, I mean, I, I don't have color treated hair. I use it every day. You do? Grow. You are? You've been using it? Yeah. You, you it didn't even day. tell me. Oh my God. Anyway, and these beautiful purple bottles, you guys make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash GGE and use promo code GGE to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. Best dry shampoo ever created. That's livingproof.com slash GGE promo code GGE. All right. So we were talking about Israeli guys, which brings us to talking about your Israeli husband. Yes. So you've been married, you have a two-year-old daughter, Abe, and you've been married six years. We've been married almost six years. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I Googled you before. Um, (laughs) I sometimes forget. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, six years. That flew by. Um, I met my husband almost, I guess, eight years ago then. And I, so this is like, you want me to give you like the whole story? Yes, we do. But first of all, he is Israeli, right? He's Israeli. And his name is Edo. Edo and Eden. It's really (laughs) fucked up. No, it's weird. And in Hebrew, when we write our names together, they almost look the same. It's really weird. Right. And I didn't even realize that's how you pronounce his name when I went out with him for the first time. What'd you call him? Edo? Actually, I didn't even think about Eddie. it. <laughs> I, I was just like... You don't have a name. No, yeah, I didn't. I just didn't think about it. I, did, I, did, I wasn't like, oh, it's similar to mine. I was just like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, okay, friends, like, we'll hang out. But let me, I'll just tell you the story Let's so you'll understand. do the story. I'm ready for it. I, so I was dating this guy in New York for like two and a half years. Oh, okay. And, but like... I, I knew wasn't going to go anywhere, but he, he was like a nice guy. And I really loved like his friends and family. Mm-hmm. And um, so like when I broke up with him, it was something where I was, it was like, I, you know, it wasn't like hard on me when we broke yeah. up. Is that awful? That no, 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 no. No, but I think that when you love somebody's friends, if, like when you date somebody, you date like their community. And well, so that's it, the is thing. it was harder that. for me to kind of break like up with a good guy. Community. It was harder for me to break up with this community than it was for me to yeah. break up with him. Is that awful? He was a nice person, but like it wasn't going to go anywhere. But, yeah. And he even like kind of made it seem like that was the situation. He never wanted to like call me his girlfriend for like almost like eight months while we dated. Mm-mm-mm. I'm like, you call me your girlfriend. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So we broke up and I went to Israel. Uh, to, my parents were there and they were like, just come here. And like being Israel with all the people that mean something to you, like like your closest family and friends. Yeah. So I went there and like I was single in Israel and it was the best feeling ever. All of Ooh. a sudden, like, you know, when like you're single again and like you're putting out single vibes and now all of a sudden you're getting picked up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's I mean, there's not energy. really, but I can imagine. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. When I moved here, I feel like I was like putting that out hard and I was like, yeah, going on like you're looking at everyone in the eye mm-hmm. and like your wi- eyes and you're wearing like sexy clothes and you're just like, pushing I'm your- back baby. Yeah. So anyways, I was <laughs> open <single>. for business. <laughs> exactly. So I was single. I went out to, it was the last night I was there. I went out to this bar that my, one of my childhood friends was bartending at and we got hammered. Okay. We were just like totally hammered. And, uh, these two girls at the bar that I didn't know, but my friend knew was like, like, who are you? And I'm like, 
literally doing like the Carlton. Like I was so <laughs> drunk. I looked like I fell off a stool that night. Like it wasn't like a cute sex. So they were like, who are no, you? No, literally like, who are you? Like question mark. Like this is concerning. You, who are you? I'm like, I'm Eden. And they're like, where do you live? And I said, New York. And they're like, I think we have someone you have to meet. <laughs> So they took out their phone and they Seeing went you on, like super wasted and dancing. They're like, just, I have a guy for you. Basically. <laughs> so they took out their phone and they Facebook messaged Edo. And thank God I like spelt my name right. Like that's how like that's drunk how drunk I was. you were. Okay. And um <laughs> he added me the day after and oh he was in New York. Like he was already living in New York. Oh. So I flew back to New York like the day after that, and we started talking on Facebook. And I was like, listen, I want to make new friends. I want to meet cool new people. Like, I wasn't looking to date. I was like, Israeli guy, I want to make some new Israeli friends. Yeah. So I wrote him. I'm like, let's hang out. So he's like, cool, let's meet here Friday night. So where was your first date? Marshall Stacks. What's that? I don't know. It's a place. (laughs) He picked it. Sounds great. Okay. He picked it. It's in the Lower East Side. Okay. I I showed up early. I'm wearing like a kilt. Okay. I don't even know why I'm wearing a kilt. And like, it was one of those, it was like that time when like vintage, yeah. like all I wore was vintage and I wore like a vintage shirt and a vintage kilt mm-hmm. with like boots. So mm-hmm. it like, it was kind of like schoolgirl vibes. 90s. And I didn't think about yeah. it. Like, you know me, I'm like so grungy, like tomboy. You were, you were in a phase, 90s phase. Yes. <laughs> and it's never gone away. Right. No, it's back. Um, Combat boots. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, anyways, so I showed up early. I'm like already drinking. I'm, I think I'm on my like first or second glass of wine. Like I'm done. Yeah. He shows up and like, t- I swear. And I'm not, I don't want to be this cheesy person. No, no, go but for I swear. it. Time stopped. Time yeah. stopped for me. Mm-hmm. I have a really crappy memory, but I remember the first time I saw Edo, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And, and he walked in and I was like, mm. <laughs> Oh my God. Damn. Yeah. Because I saw my I could Facebook. see you saying it out loud too. Oh, no, to I, was like, I was like, mm. <laughs> pushing into my seat. No, I'm kidding. Um, I was like, hi. <laughs> like a creep. You're like, oh my God, I'm in a fucking kill. And I now know. I'm like kind of drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. Basically, yes. I. It was like one of those moments where I was like, oh, fuck. Um, he's a lot cuter than I thought he was going to be. Like I saw his pictures, but it's, and he looked good, but like it didn't like, do him justice. No. Yeah. So he walked in and I was like, and it's so funny because knowing Edo now, he's like one of the most outgoing, crazy people I know. And he was like sitting facing the bar, like really in, like quiet mm-hmm. when he came in. So like, obviously later on, I found out he's like freaking out. Nervous. Like, oh my God. Like this girl, like is cute. Like I want to talk to her. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, we get hammered. Okay. Why is our love based off of us getting hammered? We get hammered. He goes to the bathroom. I tell the bartender, I'm on the best date of my life. I'm like texting my mom. I love this. You you just have to tell somebody. You're like the bartender. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm like, mom, I'm in love. Oh my God, this guy. And then I go to the bathroom. She's like, that's the kilt talking. Yeah, Yeah, I know. She's like, you're hammered again. Stop. (laughs) And then um, he tells the bartender when I'm in the bathroom, I'm on the best date of my life. What? Wait, we invited the bartender to our engagement party down the road. Yes, we actually had it at Marshall Stacks. (laughs) That's another story. Of course, of course you did. Um, Anyways, so we closed the bar. We walked to my apartment and we walk in. I live in a loft at at this time in the Lower East Side. And I forgot that my older sister was sleeping over and my younger sister was in the front room. (laughs) And there are no doors. Just all these sisters. There's so many. (laughs) It's like, he's like, what's about to happen? You know, he's like, 
what is he's like why do you have no doors in your <laughs> apartment all these people. there are no doors okay yeah you forgot there was people there i forgot family so we <laughs> go into the bathroom which is the only room in the entire like loft that has a door, a door. <laughs> and we like just like ferociously make out for yeah. like an hour and then at one point, <laughs> he decided he wanted to show me how he can do a handstand. Like, this is where in we're at right now. In the bathroom? Yes. Yeah, so in he's doing like a handstand. And then he turns around and he like, you know, in Ace Ventura, when he talks from his, his butt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No. So he talked to me from his butt. No. <laughs> and I remember, I remember like in my like drunken state being like, this is the man I'm going to marry. <laughs> Absolutely. Was this, he, this is the man I'm going to marry. At that moment, was he like, can I ask you a question? <laughs> I think that's what he says. Does he say, I can't remember. Answer sure. I don't remember what it was, but and I'm you're like, like, yes, I'll marry you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Yes. Um, I just stop. remember. Sorry, go ahead. Finish. I just remember. Story. I was like, this we're meant to be. Yeah. We're meant to be. Anyways. So he leaves, this is November 18th. Okay. okay. I remember this. Yeah. November 18th. He leaves at like four in the morning. I wake up, I get a call from him at 11, a call. Do you hear me? Yes. Oh, a call. Calls. Crazy. You got, something's really got to be happening in your and you need to call somebody. Right. Yeah. So, and I'm like, hello. And he's like, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, not much. He's like, what are you doing for lunch? I'm like, I'm busy. He's like, what are you doing for dinner? I'm like, I'm busy. And he's like, well, let me know when you're free. Cause I canceled all my plans. What? Like something were like you, that. What, what were you thinking? Were you just kind of panicky? No, I was like, or like, trying. no, I was like, I'm so hungover. And right. Like, whoa, last Trying night was crazy. It. Last yeah. night, it's like one of those like, you know, single wild nights. Mm-hmm. I, I know something special went down. I'm like, this guy's really cool. And my dinner plans actually fell through and we ended up meeting up and we spent almost two weeks together, like nonstop. Yeah. Oh uh, he like didn't go to work. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. We I'm like just, chills. This we is just all like, I want in this world. That's it. We were just yeah. like drink whiskey and like hang out smoke cigarettes in bed like that was like our thing that time like, at that carry time. and big yeah <laughs> we were so carry and big except but like in love but, but in love, love. Right. exactly or Steve and Miranda love but carry. yes exactly and then he had a trip planned to Israel um honestly so we've been together for two weeks at this time he had a trip to Israel wait hold on when did you sleep together um I we slept together like um we were, okay, so keep in mind, we were together like every day. We, we're not judging at all. No, we no, just, no, 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 no. have to know. Oh my God, day not three, at all. I fucked I mean, a guy I put on my Instagram story. No. <laughs> like day three, day I four? I think it was like day 10. Okay, cool. Like we were like, I'm like, no, I'm going to be respectful. But it's like, like date so. seven. 10 yeah. days is a lot. Yeah. But we waited a full 10 days. But you guys were together all the time. Like it's a lot. I, but it was hot. The buildup was of hot. Co- of course. Yeah. You it guys was, had had like a relationship most people have in three months at this point yeah yeah no as far as time spent oh no 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 he's like like i'm i remember him like kind of saying to me he's like you know we're getting married and i'm like Mm. yeah and he kind of said that to me before he went to israel and i was like oh yeah i know and then he came back from israel and we went grocery shopping the day we got back like early in the morning he insisted he wanted to make me shakshuka so israeli He's mm-hmm. like, I'm making shakshuka. Yeah. So we go to the grocery store and he proposed to me in the grocery store what that the day. Fuck? Like the, he landed, he landed, what? <laughs> he landed, what? he landed at five in the morning. We went grocery shopping and I think he proposed to me at like nine 30. No. What, what aisle were you in? I was in front of the eggplant. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course I, you were. Like vegetables. And like, would he have like a ring? Like a ring? Yeah. Ring? He got the ring made it, during that week in Israel. 
I know it's crazy. And did you think this is so wild, or you were like, you finally? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Took no, you no. long enough. No, 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 no. I was like, I was in complete shock. I was, I had no, I was in complete shock. Like, I remember being like, like my my jaw was on the floor, yeah. and before I could say anything, a woman, this is so New York, walks by, and she's like, "Oh my God, is he proposing to you?" And I'm like. And I didn't even like see the ring. I didn't see he like the rings out. I don't see anything. I'm like shocked. She's like, it's 930 in the morning I know, and was, you're blocking the eggplants. I know. She's like, get out of the way. Get out of the way. So New York. It was, it was honestly <laughs> it was like, so funny. You're like, I don't even know yet. I, I'm I blacked even, out. Uh, yeah. I, 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 it was probably the craziest. And then. It's like after that, like calling all my friends and telling them I was engaged. Okay, they all right. thought that I was still with my ex. Oh. That's, how, that's how fast it happened. Okay, that is one of the most fascinating things when you're like, I'm engaged. And they're like, oh, right. To the person you've been dating. And they're like, you're like, no, no. Someone else came along mm-hmm. three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we are going to take another really quick break in the middle of this proposal story to talk about something that's very relevant. And that is Zola, which we've told you guys before is the easiest way to plan your wedding and register over half a million couples have used it. It takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable, save the dates, invitations, and easy to use planning tools. I love this for the brides, but I love it even more for the guests because there's this FAQ section that helps answer those awkward questions. Like, can I bring my kids or do I have a plus one and stuff like that too. And also just makes the registry super easy. So guests can get all the details they need and buy the wedding gifts in one convenient and beautiful place. So it's great for everybody. I, I don't know. I don't, I can't imagine using any other service besides Zola. If you are wanting to do a wedding website and registry widest selection of gifts at all different price points, which is amazing. There's something for every guest to love and over 500 top brands, everything you're going to want. And you can also create funds for your honeymoon, future home, new puppy, anything you want. Well, I think adopt, don't shop, but should me and you just register? Yes, on let's just Zola. do a registry. Just, I, as, yeah, we're getting married. We're gonna register. No, I just love this. You don't have to register. Not everybody wants gifts. Not everybody wants a bunch of China and stuff like that. You can just put funds towards your home. Like, I love that. That's amazing. You're okay. like, we're going to buy a house. So give us money for that. Save your trivets. We don't care. <laughs> you keep saying trivets. I still know what they are. I'll Google it after this. Uh, you can get gift cards like Delta gift cards, Southwest, Home Depot, anything you want. I just love this so much. And they have the best completion discount. So 20% off remaining gifts on your registry starting right after your big day. That's amazing. So you can be like Raina and buy your whole registry. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that. I bought my whole yeah. registry. So we love this so much. You guys, we cannot say enough good things about Zola and it's wedding season. I think, as you know, from last week, I don't really know what wedding season is, but I think it's all year round. So to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry, go to zola.com slash GGE. That is zola.com slash GGE to start your free wedding website and get $50 off your registry on Zola. Also just love the name Zola. And um, another name we love is HelloFresh. Yes, we've teamed up with HelloFresh. They're offering everyone in our audience $80 off your first month when you go to hellofresh.com slash GGE. 80 and use the code GGE80. So these are meal prep kits. Um, 
I love to cook, but I'm not in town very often and I don't have a lot of ingredients at home. So what they do is you can select from tons of different things. So vegetarian, all different kinds of nationalities of food. So Italian, Mexican, Chinese, and they pre-prep everything. You get just the amount of every ingredient that you need. It's always six easy steps and everything can be done in under 30 minutes. I love HelloFresh. Mm -hmm. I think it makes cooking super, super simple, especially for somebody, like I said, like me, who doesn't have a lot of ingredients at home, but does really love to cook. And they come with these great um, recipe cards so that you can keep them in your home and always make this stuff in the future. Yeah. Um, Ashley made two of their meals. Two last week. I had such, I adulted so hard last week. I made the chicken sausage ravioli and the burrito bowl. The burrito bowl the next day was so delicious. It was like this rice and black beans and then corn salsa. And then I chopped up some avocado on it. You eat it with with chips. They gave you the tortilla chips, but then I went and bought extra Fritos because I love Fritos. (laughs) I had such a good week cooking last Dating week. yourself last week. I was the best boyfriend to myself last week. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, I just think that, I mean, I'm, I'm, Huge I've fan. cooked HelloFresh a lot um, and I've, I've worked in restaurants my whole life and I've cooked HelloFresh a lot and I've never been disappointed with one thing that nope. I've ever made from them. Um, I really do love it. I think it's really fun for a girl's night. I think it's really yeah. fun for a date night. Uh, I really can't honestly recommend it enough. So if you guys want to check it out, again, you'll get $80 off your first month. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. And tag us in your cute cooking pit. Oh yeah, please do that. You guys have been doing that. It is so yes, adorable. When you we guys make the HelloFresh meals, like please tag us. We just love seeing what you're making. They're beautiful. But while we're talking about food and cooking, let's get back to Eden's grocery store proposal story. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I have to know, did you say yes right away? Right. Yes, you I did. did. You were just like, I don't know what's happening. In yes. the grocery store. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. Do you think he was going to do it later and he couldn't help, he couldn't like hold back anymore and he had to do it in the grocery store? Like, I don't think his plan was the grocery store, right? Oh, no, he did. He wanted that intentionally because he knew how much I love that grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I cook, okay, guys? What grocery store was it? It's the Essex Market grocery store. (gasps) Like, it's not even like... It's it's, a market. Yeah, it's a market. After he proposed, we went and got tacos at the market. Of course. We forgot about the shakshuka. And then I came back and my sisters are like, I'm sorry, what's your name? (laughs) And I'm like, we're getting married. Everyone was like... Like, uh, what we want to talk about today, now that we're an hour into the episode is like when you know you know yeah so like how did you even rationalize this to other people you know i have to say my my mother i know this is crazy but like she kind of gave me the confidence to follow my gut Mm -hmm. and to like go go forward with it my parents got engaged three days after they met each other okay it's a family thing and also ido's parents got married (laughs) it's hereditary it's hereditary (laughs) yes so i guess so my friends were like what's the rush Everyone kept like, I had a bunch of people being like, what's the rush? Why do you have to get married? What's the rush? And I'm like, listen, we're not getting married tomorrow. We're engaged. And we were engaged for a year and a half before we got married. Okay, right. So we just did it backwards. And I want to say, I actually think it's the way to do it. Because if you get engaged fast, then when you argue and you're going through those growing pains, Mm -hmm. you have to make it work. You have to like... Be like, listen, we're going to be together. Let's talk about this. Right. Because a lot of the times, if you're just dating, you're like, oh, fuck you. I can walk out the door. Yeah. Peace. Like that kind of commitment and saying that you want to make it work to everyone around you makes you kind of like try, I think, a little bit harder. I 100% agree. We talk about this all the time. Just things that bond you together. Like 
Raina and I, we can't just walk away from each other. We have a business together. <laughs> like it's different, but it's the same. When you, when you own a home, when you have a kid, oh, when no, you guys are married, when you're, yeah, you guys are like so married. You, it just makes you rethink how you react, I think. And you are able to manage conflict. I think a lot easier when you already have a commitment. Cause I think you work backwards. You're like at the end of this, yeah. we're going to be together. So yeah. how do I mm-hmm. manage this situation? And at the end of the day, still be with the person and love right. them. Cause when you're just dating, it's like, well, I don't need to manage the situation. Fuck you. Bye. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, for me, it worked. It, it, it might not be for everyone, but I think it's also, it's just something like, again, like to put yourself out there and to try, like, I think that's the most you can do because the truth is whether I also have a lot of friends that dated for several years and got engaged and broke up. Of course. Like the engagement was too hard yeah. on their relationship. The pressure was too much. So I just feel like whether you do it immediately or you do it within five, six, seven years, it doesn't matter. It still puts the same kind of, um, like you still need to try. You need to always try and like relationships take communication. Yeah. And there's always a gamble. Whether you, like when you get married, there's a risk. Whether you grow together mm-hmm. or not, that's it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how in love you are before or not. Totally. It's always about, are you going to grow together or not? Yeah. I think also too, when people are together for so many years and they're and this one party wants to be engaged and the other party doesn't, it's because someone's uncertain. So you just guys had a hundred percent certainty. I mean, it was like, I'm going to, I want to marry you. I want to spend the rest of my life without you. Why would we not get engaged? And I just feel like that's what it all boils down to is being just absolutely sure. Like when I think when you know, you know, to me means like I am, I have zero doubt about this person. Mm-hmm. Like, so how did you know? First of all, I really believe that so much of it is timing mm-hmm. for both and on both ends. How old were you? 25? I was 25. Okay. Oh which my just God. sounds crazy. But I do feel like I, I, I lived a lot at that stage too. Like yeah. I've lived in London. I backpacked through India. I lived in um, New York. I like, I traveled a lot. I did a lot. And I felt like, I think at that time I felt like I knew myself mm-hmm. enough to understand if this was like work for me or not. Yeah. And you know, Age is just a number. Oh, for absolutely. How old is your age difference? Um, five years. Okay. So he was so 30, 30. I was 25. Um, and it just, like, I feel like it just made sense. Like, I got out of this relationship, which I, I checked out of, like, probably a year and a half before mm-hmm. we broke up. So it wasn't like I was mourning that relationship and I needed my time. Right. It's kind of like I mourned it during the relationship. And it by was the time over. we broke up, I'm like, it's really done. Um, I'm ready to find someone who actually gives, <laughs> treats me and, like, the way I want to be treated yeah, and what I deserve. Yeah. You know, like you want a guy to treat you well and right. prioritize you like that, you know, wasn't my situation. Yeah. And Edo got out of back to back relationships, but he actually had time for himself to date and to see what was out there before we even met. So he was single for like almost a year and a half before we met. And he was like, I was dating. Like he did the, like he was dating. He got out there. He got out. He's, I'm like, I don't want to know seed. the deets. <laughs> I hope no children knock on our door <laughs> in like five years or something. I always want that. I want a guy that has been around. Oh yeah. I want the guy that's out of his system. Yes. Like we talked about this with my best guy friend, Rob, like 
he's like, I've, I've fucked enough chicks. You know, like now he's engaged and I, he's just like, I don't have, I don't need to hook up with any more girls. No, you know, I, totally. like, I want a guy that like, I'm just like, I want you to have done it all. But you know, not like a gigolo style. No, not no, 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 of course not. But like, it, it just doesn't bother me at all. Like I would prefer somebody that's slept, that's gotten around and feel like they're, they're done. I agree yeah. with you. I never thought about that. But I think also we're at an age where like, I would hope somebody at this age at 30 yeah. would, would have gotten around and gotten it out of their system. When they find you, they've gotten a ton of information about themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. By stopping all those people. Right. Yeah. Find out who you are. Fuck their way to self. What is it? Realization. Realization. Yeah. You were saying it was just good timing. Yeah. So I think a lot of it was good timing. And as I said, we were engaged for a year and a half. Like he had to move in. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he proposed to me before I even met my dad. He proposed to me before he knew it really that many people in my life and vice versa. Like I had to meet his family. Of course. Uh, so we, we lived together for a bit and we planned the wedding and, um, and that was it. Tons of questions. Yes. <laughs> Did you have you? like fights and doubts? Did you ever, were you ever like, fuck, was this a mistake? Like, or have you guys just really been able to communicate solidly this, this whole time? I think that Edo and I have had like maybe like three major blowout fights mm-hmm. and they happened mostly at the beginning, like before we even got married okay um and there was some actually so maybe like five major blowout fights but like ask me what we fought about now no Don't idea remember. yeah no idea which to me i think is a good sign because it was like probably stupid arguments yeah mm-hmm. um i never doubted that he was the person uh-huh um, it was just, it's just growing pains in your relationship. Yeah. You know, it's just, we both come from different backgrounds. You have different expectations and it's just about communicating. That's why they call relationships or marriage work because it's just about communicating, communicating. Like, you know, you just can be like, like over it sometimes. You're just like, know what to do. Why do I have to tell you what to do? Read my mind. Absolutely. But we all want people to read our mind. And it sounds like you guys, you both are just authentic people that led with who you really are because people can really trick you and hide who they are. And I feel like I've been in relationships with people where I'm like, oh my God, I don't know you at all. Like you're a, do- you're a totally different person than you were at the beginning when we were like high on love drugs. You know what I mean? I and so it's like you come down from yeah. the like beginning. I think I'm, I'm kind of like what you see is what you get. For sure. I, yes. I hope that's how yeah. I come across. I'm a bad liar. I could never Same. act. Oh, I could I never can't act. Lie. Can't I can't lie. I, I lie. And then I look at people and I'm like, I lie. <laughs> like it's, it makes me uncomfortable. Like I start sweating. Yeah. So I think I definitely like, I was probably not as crude uh, you know, at the beginning, like I wasn't like ripping farts, you know, okay. like, like 24 seven around him and like, you know, being like that version yeah. of myself, but it didn't take that much time for me to get to that version of myself. <laughs> but I love this <laughs> advice. And I think that like, I think that we're all trying to be like the best version of ourselves on the first, second, third date interviews that we're on. And like, yeah. I think we're all really scared to be authentic. And I think for you, like how you knew in the beginning that it was right when you know, you know, it was like you were both so authentically yourselves and that wouldn't be for everybody. You're both a lot. You're both very big personalities and you're both really fun and funny and loud and silly. And that wouldn't be for everybody, mm-hmm. you know? And I think you both led with who you were. And so there was like, you knew cause you knew who the person was, you know? I think honestly, my best advice would like be treat your date like your good friend and see if they can handle that. Mm-hmm. Because inevitably you're just looking for a best friend that you want to have sex with. Right. Aren't we all? That's and you, it. And you went into that with those expectations. Well, like I, this could be a new friend, right? Honestly, I was not looking for a relationship. Right. And I think that's what got us started. St- like we started on a, on a 
foot like that. Like we, you know, got into it mm-hmm. quickly because neither one of, he was so jaded. He's like, I've dated a lot of girls in New York, whatever. Okay, this is just another date. So he was like, whatever. I came in being like, I'm not even looking for a man. Like I want to have a friend. Mm-hmm. Let's like go out and have drinks and have fun. So I showed up early. I wasn't like late. Yeah. Like too like trying. Playing the game. No, yeah. I did not. Play. There was no game. Right. There was no game. And um, he came in and like we got drunk and I ordered a BLT and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there eating the BLT. I'm pretty sure he cleaned like mayo off my chin. So like it hot. wasn't cute. <laughs> it wasn't Na- cute. Nature's loop. He didn't even eat. I was eating a BLT. Yeah. And like I think because we immediately got into friend zone like. That to me was the, you know, you know moment because he could immediately roll with me and I could immediately roll with him like as like one of your close girls, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I, it's, it's hard to manufacture, but like if you can go into first date situations with no expectations and like, yeah, well maybe this can be a new friend and I'm just going to be myself. Like, I think that's the way to to do it. When I, a guy that I dated for a while, that is how we met. We met like, let's be friends. We can, let's connect over comedy, stuff like that. And it was this casual lunch day date that I was like, this fucking guy, I don't even want to go. You know, like he texted me and he was like, I'm kind of hungover. I'm like, do you want to cancel? It was just this whole thing of like, kind of not even wanting to go. Yeah. I got there. He was already eating. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, this is not a date. I'm like, it was just so weird. And it turned out later. He was like, well, I was nervous. And that's why I got food before. I'm like, well, this is so weird. It's like a fast casual place so I had to go get my food I'm like this is so he didn't even like pay for your food no he was was eating a sandwich when I walked in I'm like this motherfucker but it wasn't it wasn't Des obviously it wasn't Des this is in Atlanta but I I just kind of like it was no I was maybe I'll get some laughs from this lunch you know what I mean and like but immediately it was just like oh we connect and it like spent the entire next it was like it was like you said it spent spent the next every waking minute that we could with each other till we broke up. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think you go into date situations like and get disappointed a lot. And if yeah. you can go into them, just like whatever. Well, I also think it's fun to just maybe be like, let's go on this date and then you can meet up with your girlfriends after. So it doesn't put pressure on like keeping it going if it doesn't go mm-hmm. well. Like I think to take the pressure off yourself is like the best way to kind of move forward for anyone that's dating. Because I think yeah. once you start putting pressure, it changes your energy when you go on the date. People don't want to feel like the person's trying really hard to make it work. They mm-hmm. want them to just be themselves because eventually you're going to find out who that person is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's inevitable. All the farting. You're going to f- find so out all much, the farting. God, there's so much farting in my home. <laughs> it's like one huge Dutch oven. There's no escaping. I you're so good looking, the two of you. I oh can't my God, imagine What this. are you talking? I can't imagine like, the over. whole house. Dutch- I don't <laughs> want you now. Come over. <laughs> we'll order pizza and drink wine. What do you think happens? I, I won't let, I won't allow Edo to order hummus anymore to the house. I'm like, why? Why? So I should sit here and be in pain? You're <laughs> all the farting. All the farting. <laughs> I like this idea of like following your gut. And I think that people are afraid to do that because they're afraid of failure. And like, Failure is sort of different to me and like, what is a successful relationship? And you know, if you're married to somebody for 10 years and you break up, have you failed? Or, or, is, it a, or is it a great success that you were able to be with somebody for 10 years? And yeah. I think that like, you make different decisions at different times in your life. And for me, like I moved in with somebody three months after we met. We had a great relationship for three years. We were really happy together. We broke up after we got engaged. But that doesn't mean that the relationship was a failure or that I regret trusting my gut. Three months in, it was right for me. I wanted to move in together. We got engaged. It was right for me. And I don't look at the relationship as a failure. I didn't fail. I had a really successful relationship for three, three and a half years. And that's over now. But I learned from it. And I'm happy I trusted my gut. You know? 
I think yeah. as human beings, we focus on the negative so much more than the positive. So it's easy for us to look at those things in our life, I think, negatively versus positively. And I do think that it's just the way you view things. And I think that that's a really, really smart thing to say. You know, everything you do in your life, they're all moments that are hopefully like making you grow and changing you. And you should just learn them as a, like experiences that hopefully help you evolve to eventually getting to a place where you want to be in your future, yeah. you know, to make the right choices and to trust your instincts and to trust right. your gut. Like, you know, all of my exes, okay, fine. You look back and you're like, what the fuck? Why? Why did I date that person? Yeah. For me, I'm like, oh God, I can't believe I dated those people. But then like, I wouldn't have my stories and I wouldn't be probably this version of myself. Like you have to like go through, go through I don't it. even know what to say. Well, and it sounds just- like you... I've dated trusted a bunch your, of crazies. Yeah. And you were in a relationship before that it sounds like it was like, well, this guy's great and I like his family and friends, but you knew it wasn't right. No. And I think that women do really know that. And like this happened to me where I was with somebody that I was like super in love with and was like, thought I was going to marry. And then there was like this teeny tiny little voice in the back of my head that was like, it's not the right person or it's not, it's not right. I don't know what it was saying. Like I'm not hearing voices, but I, it's that woman's instinct of like, it's not it. It's not the thing, you know, whatever reason, whether it's not the person it's not the right time. And I like pushed it so far away. I was like arguing like with my own inner voice of like, that's not real. You know, like, why am I feeling this way? And I think women feel that way and, and men too with it everything, job, relationship, like, you know, I'm sorry, there is something in you that tells you like, this isn't right. And I think that people should listen to that. And I think sometimes women email us and they're like, I I just have this feeling. I'm like, what you're hearing is probably your own inner voice and your own instinct and like probably break this off. And like, I think, I don't know. I, I just strongly feel that way. Like really deep down, ask yourself if this is the right person for you. You, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> no, it's the same voice that like is in the back of your um, like head where you're like, oh, you know, once we get married, everything will work out. Yeah. That's the same voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a kid. <laughs> or you know what? Right now it's, it's really tough, but if we have a kid... It'll make it better. That yeah. happens. Of course it happens. I'm sure it happens a lot. It sounds so crazy. Or maybe if it may, he's he's cheating. Maybe if I just, we move or something. Like I, that's what I felt. I was like pushing this voice out of my head that was telling me that it wasn't right because I love this person and I thought we were supposed to be together. And like I was making those those arguments. Like, well, we, if we just figure this out, if, if this, if just this, if just this. And like, you know, obviously it didn't work out because I knew. Well, I think it's just hard to like make the call. It's like, is this person a bad person or I just don't like what they're doing today? Is this something that makes me feel bad this week? Or is this going to be like a thing that I can never train them to stop doing and I can never get through to them that I, like I dated somebody for a long time. He was, he was great. Super smart, self-made, made a ton of money. I, everything he ever achieved in life, he, nobody handed him anything. He was great. Yeah. I just, and I trusted him. He liked to do a lot of fun <laughs> stuff. He was great. I didn't like being with him that much. I mean, I just didn't like, we didn't vibe, like we didn't laugh at the same stuff. I didn't enjoy talking to him about like the events of my day, basically. And I was like, why? Why can't I like this person? Like, know, why you, like, can't I want to so bad? I want you so bad, but like, it's like on paper, they're perfect, but yeah. in like reality, there's just that chemistry was just missing. Yes. Yeah. And every day I was like, why don't I want to do this? I just, it took me so long to be like, I think this has run its course. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't think we can do this anymore, but it's hard to trust your gut because also you're like, I should want to be with this person. But I like what you said is like when you, when you, what did you, how did you put it? <laughs> I just keep saying when you know, you know, women always know. I don't know. We have a friend right now that's dealing with that. And Raina keeps telling her like, you don't even like this guy. She's like agonizing every day over her relationship. And Raina's like, you don't want to be with him, bitch. Stop. What are you doing? We like a scream at her. We're like, this is not your person and you know it. So why are you wasting your time? We're in our thirties. Stop this. Yeah. 
Well, that's what it was like with me and my ex. Yeah. Everyone's like, I can't believe you're still with him. Like, <laughs> all you do is complain. All you do is complain. And I'm like, I, am I with him? Because I, because like, I want a reason to complain. You know, I have to say the one <laughs> you're thing. You're a masochist. Yeah. The one thing that I do as a married woman miss, though, and this is completely like separate, is don't you guys get to like, you know, the stories, the dating stories, like how crazy <laughs> they are. You know, I used to have like lists and lists of like, like yeah. how fucking ridiculous all these dates were that I went on with men. And like, now I don't have any, like, I don't have any stories. Get back out there. Start Never. dating again. No, this, <laughs> the I have no funny stories. The stories are like so ridiculous. horrifying and nightmarish. No, they're the, fun yeah, to a point. They're <laughs> like in New York, especially. They're funny. Like we're laughing and while we're crying, I guess. Like it's not. Like I once went out with this Portuguese yeah, do you, I guy. I want to say, do you have a good story? So I went out, I once, okay, I'm not going to say, I once went out with this guy and um, we, he told me what he wanted to order. So the waiter came over and he's like, do you guys know what you want? I go, yeah, he'll get this and I'll get this. And the waiter walked away and he's like, you know what? I'd really appreciate it if you didn't order for me. Like, I don't want... <laughs> like the woman I'm dating to order my food. And I was like, okay, um, chill, psycho. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Really good story. I know a friend that no, went You can out. share all the stories. You nightmare Wait, So this you didn't want. happen to me, but she told me this and I was shocked and I was also mad at her. So she went on a day with this guy in Brooklyn and he picked the spot and they went and it was like a really like inexpensive restaurant and they're having like, okay, conversation. And then the bill comes and he takes out his Groupon and he puts it down to pay. And the woman comes to pick up the, you know, the Groupon and she's like, I'm so sorry, this expired. And he throws in like a huge temper tantrum. No, no. Yes. To the point where my friend's like, I'll just split it with you. And he's like, okay. The bill was like $45. Okay. <laughs> I would pay. I would pay for it. I would have paid the whole it. thing I and left. I would have the whole thing and left and I know. locked his number. Guess what she did? She split it with him and then went for a drink. No. I was so mad at her. <laughs> I go, are you insane? She's like, well, I had nothing else to do that Right. Night. How desperate is she? I'm You're like, going to go spend more money? Okay. Nothing makes me, nothing will turn me off faster. I don't, I don't mind splitting a bill. If you are not nice to wait staff, I will never yeah, go out with good. you again. Well, yeah. The, the kicker there was... Yeah, the Groupon, no, I'm turned off. But like the then the temper tantrum, like that guy should have already been embarrassed that he pulled a Groupon out. So he should have been like, oh my God, no problem at all. Yeah, totally fine. Here's my card. Like he doubled down on it. Yeah, but there's oh, no, no, there's no re- like not everybody can afford everything. And $45 for dinner is a lot of money for some people. I get that. But like, yeah, to throw a temper tantrum, like it's the waitress's fault that you're too stupid to get well, an updated also, Groupon. Um, okay, if you can't afford it, like go for a couple slices of pizza. I dated a okay. guy once. We are, we are with you on this. Or, or take a walk in the fucking park. Wait, I dated a guy that was so broke okay he would pick me up and I would be on I would go on the back of his bicycle and we would bike around <laughs> Manhattan together I'm, I'm not a motorcycle bicycle no bicycle <laughs> so I would sit on the back of his bike like for dear life like a fucking raccoon holding onto his back like I you know like one of those like really yeah. like so he's like where do you want to eat and I knew he was so broke so I'm like let's go for, to Mamoon's for falafel. Nice. Do you know how much Mamoon's is? So the like cheapest. $5. I think not even no. basically. When I, it's I, I, like I still am shocked by how cheap it is. I, it's scary. It's so cheap. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we get there, we both order and he goes, do you mind paying for this? Like <laughs> I, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Like, I don't know how many cheap guys, like, it's just shocking. Do you mind? Do you mind paying for this? Do you mind getting this for me? And he walked away. 
And I was like, um, okay. It's it was like $7 or something what? for our, like our, our thing. And I was I, like, well, yeah. I can afford that. So I just think get it. this, yeah, it's this crazy expensive city, but it's also so much free shit to do. Like I, I would go to the park, go to the park, go to Chinatown. Bring some peanuts. I have a dog. We can go to the dog park, get a yeah. coffee, walk around, eat some sunflower seeds, yeah. walk around in the Chelsea park market, walk, walk around yes. the High Line. There's tons of stuff you can do. Dollar also, slice. Like yes. it's, you do not need to, I don't want to go to, I don't need to sit in a that restaurant. It's true. Can you please can get you, this for me? What a beast. And then he walked away. So rude. Did you, and then what? And then I bought it. And then sat and ate it with and him? And then we continued dating. And That's the, where I was at at that stage. And Just the like, bike? That was like nine <laughs> years ago. Like I wish I would have, I, I want to smack that girl in the face. Yeah. Smack Everything that person. Well, I was on a date with a guy who... We ordered, what happened? I, I already hated him. So I went to the second bar with him, obviously. And um, we ordered two Manhattans. That, we'd already had like a bunch of drinks. The Manhattans were like this big. They were so massive. And you're like five foot. Yeah, I'm literally five yeah. feet. I'm, I'm Are you actually five foot? Two drinks blacked out. Yeah, I'm five feet tall. Oh, but I thought you were going to so be dark. like, I can drink you under the table. She no, cannot. I she cannot. I'm the opposite of that. <laughs> I'm such a lightweight. She's such a lightweight. You say people like big league you. I like little league you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a hot. I, I get tipsy off of one glass of wine. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> you're little league people. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we ordered these Manhattans. They they were so big, and I just like I had half of it. I didn't want it. He ordered another drink, and I was like, "Listen, just have mine. I'm not going to finish this. It's like really late. Whatever. It's a ton of alcohol. So he, I had like two sips of this drink. He had both drinks, Ugh. and the bill came, and he like gave me an attitude about not splitting it with him. And I was like, but I didn't, uh, I didn't drink this. You drank it and you went to order another one. And I just gave you mine. Also, don't be out here not being able to afford two Manhattans, but like, <laughs> okay, he was so shitty to me. And I, now I just would never go out with a person like that again. And it, it, again, it's not about the money. I don't care if you can afford two Manhattans. Don't be fucking rude to me about it. You know, sound like a very successful date. What is wrong with people in I this city? Know. I just, I just, Again, this is not a like, ew, I don't date guys that don't make money. This is a tailor the date to what you can afford. I agree. I like this thing we were talking about right before we recorded. I just want you to like say it again, if you don't mind, because I think the people are like, how does she balance it all? And you look at your Instagram and it's like, oh my oh, God, her yeah. life is so glossy and perfect. Like, is it as easy as it looks? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Someone, someone asked me the other day on Instagram, if you don't, I fight. And I'm like, yes, we, we fucking fight. Like we are real people. <laughs> um, we all have the same arguments that I'm sure everyone else does, except I just never stop in the middle of our argument and grab my phone and document like, <laughs> you know, him yelling at me or me like giving him the finger. Like it just doesn't feel like the right time. It might defuse the fight though. You know, it, it might. He <laughs> might also Instagram just be like, though. I hate that phone. I hate Instagram. Like it's just, we, we already put so much of our personal life out there on Instagram that like, I think some things are okay to be kept sacred, like secret and yeah. sacred. And um, my marriage is like the most important thing for me, to me. Uh, so I just... I don't want to document us arguing, but I also no, want course. people no. to know that we do argue. We do disagree. Um, you know, marriage is work, but not work that like, you're like work hard. It's just work, constant communication. Yeah. Sure. And Instagram is just, it's, it's honestly, it's amazing, but it also sucks because people go on and they just see, and we talked about this earlier, all they see is the glossy happy moments in everyone's lives. And the truth is there is so much 
crap in between all of that gloss that doesn't get documented and people just don't see it. But I, like, I don't think they need to see it. Like, yeah, it's my fucking highlight reel. Like, <laughs> I'm not one of those people. And, uh, you know, more power to the people and the celebrities and the influencers out there that are just like, they'll do those sad posts of like, I woke up feeling depressed this morning and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Because that speaks to a lot of people and we need it. It's I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to cry on my Instagram story. I'm never going to do these sad posts. Like, it's my highlight reel. Get used to it. Yeah, I'm sad. And yeah, I cry. And yeah, yeah, this like I'm a human. Like I would never make something out that's not real, but I'm also not like right after Rain and I got off the stage, we got in a huge fight. Like it's why you don't need to know that. No. It's, it doesn't happen. It happened one time. My, but it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, we got in a fight one time, guys. You, you heard it here first. Like, but why would I talk about that? You just assume it happens. Well, people, Sorry, ask no, all the time. people ask us all the time. We were um, at our business manager. We were at their office. They're like, do you like each other? People ask us all the time. Do you fight? Do you like each other? Like, yeah, like obviously like we're not gonna, obviously we argue about stuff. It's a business, you know, but- like, you're human. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I just think it's, you know, for me, I just like, I like, I like putting it out there. I want people to know, like there's no such thing as perfection and perfect. Like absolutely, I am a hot mess and I'm not even exaggerating <laughs> 90% of the time. Okay. I am seriously, I feel like you can ask anyone that works with me. They're like, Eden's a hot mess <laughs> and I am. So I try to document that on my stories that I'm not perfect and that nothing is perfect and I don't wear makeup and like, you know, I, like I, I feel like I can try and give everyone as much as I possibly can um, that way. But but I just don't, you know, I just don't want people to think that anything is perfect yeah. because it's not. And no one's perfect. Yeah. None of this shit is perfect. There's so much crap that goes into it. Everyone's like, how are you doing it? I'm like, there's, it takes a village. Yeah. It takes a village of people to help me raise my daughter. It takes a village to run the restaurant. It takes a village to write the book and to recipe develop. Like I am by no means doing this by myself. Right. Everyone is here helping me and I feel like, and I'm, and I'm hiring people to help me. And for me, the more the merrier. Like I, I, I do so much better when there are people around me giving mm -hmm. me ideas, working together. Yeah. And I like this idea of surrounding yourself with people that are better at things than you are. Why and would you not? It's a very Danny Meyer. <laughs> Danny Meyer, like I'm, I'm so crazy about him and his book, Setting the Table. Oh and God, he writes yeah. that, uh, writes about how you should always surround yourself with people that are smarter than you and better than you. And that's how I feel about working with Ashley. She fills in all the gaps that I'm bad at. Like all the things that I don't catch that I'm not good at. I have somebody to supplement that. I'm not scared of that. That's good. I'm I, the other day I needed to we were going to look at some finance things and I was like, you do it. I'm not going to catch these things. You do it. And like, it's important to be around people that are better at things than you are. Absolutely. You know? Well, yeah. like, you know, the team E squared hospitality, like, hello, I don't, I don't know what, how to run a restaurant. <laughs> like what the fuck? I can, that's, the, that's the sound bite I love. Yeah, I don't know I, how to run a restaurant. No, I don't. Like I come, I have a menu. Like I'm co-founder. I helped Sam and I created the concept together yeah. for almost all the decisions. Sam and I did it together. But like the day-to-day -day running and ordering and keeping things moving, like I can take part in that, but I'm not doing that every day. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and I'm totally cool with saying that out loud. Like oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to be anything that I'm not. That's you, all. Yeah, I, you can have it all. Just ask for help. Absolutely. Um, we are, when we wrap up, we're going to have you plug everything and the restaurants and the Instagram and everything. But we do a segment every week with, with guests. We do a different segment. This week we're doing um, Psycho or Power Move. Okay. People send us the things that they did that are crazy or cool and we decide if it's Psycho or Power You're gonna Move. You're going to decide if it's Psycho or Power Move. Okay. All right. 
Ashley's going to kick it off with the first um, psycho or power okay. move. Psycho or power move. Last fall, my fiance came home after 12 plus hours of drinking and told me he didn't want to get married. Raina, did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time this happened to me. Wait, that's exactly what happened to you. <laughs> I like that we can laugh about it now. <laughs> okay. Needless to say, I dodged a bullet. We were supposed to go to the Caribbean together last Christmas, and I had bought his flight for him. I was the breadwinner, and I have airline status. I ended Did I write this email? <laughs> this, yeah. This crazy. <laughs> right. I ended up going on a vacation with a girlfriend. Her name's Ashley Hustletine. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not you. So <laughs> That's she, amazing. I ended up going on a vacation with a girlfriend and was unable to cancel his flight without canceling mine as well. Um, since she booked it. I opened my United Airlines app the other day and noticed he is reusing the ticket for another flight this spring. What I also noticed is that I have control over his reservation since I originally booked the ticket. I thought through some options for how to fuck with him. I decided against changing or canceling his flight and opted for something more subtle. That bastard had been able to select seats up front in economy comfort since I have airline status. I have since moved him to the middle seat in the back row. <laughs> she, she Toilet sent, row. She sent an image. I can't wait for him to get to the airport only to notice that his extra leg room has been traded for a middle seat by the shitter. That's all she did? Right, I know. That's it? That's what That's I feel it. all the time. I like, would have canceled the flight. Can she cancel the flight? Yeah, or sure she could have. I think she's, yeah, she could probably I would have canceled. Got, I would have canceled the flight and reused the flight for myself. She. I don't think she can. This happened to me. I booked a flight for my ex to go to my uh, my friend's wedding with me. And then we got in this huge fight and I was like, you can't go. This is crazy. And it was really bad. And so, yeah, I called Delta and they were like, what would happen? Cause it's in his name, but you booked it. Is that he, he still is the one that would use the flight. And this guy like Nick from Delta took pity on me and he ended up like refunding the flight in full. I was like crying. I was like, but we broke up. And he was like, you know what? Let me get my manager on the phone and like ended up. Oh, thank God. But they, they were saying they were like, if even if you cancel it, it's still going to be his to use. So at least you fuck with him a little bit. Well, I love, I love this middle seat thing though. I love that he's still, oh, I like that he still thinks he's going to go on this great flight and it like ruins his flight. Being near the toilet is really, it's really hard. That, and also that seat doesn't recline. <laughs> oh, in the, the back, back row. Back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you're disappointed. I, I got something crazier for okay, you. Okay. So clearly that's not psycho. That's like not enough. It <laughs> should be more psycho. I would have been, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even get there. I would have been so angry. Like I wouldn't even know what to do. That's yeah. so tacky. Mm-hmm. I know. I can't believe he I can't, do worse. I cannot believe yeah. he did use that flight. What a shithead. Yes. All right. Well, that wasn't crazy. I would have asked you. him for the money. Like he should be paying her back. Definitely yeah. Venmo request him for like damages. <laughs> I loved girl. If we get so many emails from girls that do that for like emotional distress. Venmo oh, that's request hilarious. <laughs> okay. I have a Send funny your bill you. from your therapist. Okay. So a few years ago, I was at a nightclub and my scumbag ex was there with the girl he had cheated on me with. I didn't really care that much about this new girl or the breakup, but she did have a problem with me. Every time I walked past her, her and her friends would snarkily make comments. And at one point she even pushed me. I didn't want to fight back because I have a career to think about. So I had to get tactical. I knew my ex would still go home with me if I tried once a cheater and all that. So at the end of the night, I asked him to walk me home. He did. And I invited him in. We went to bed and I quote unquote fell asleep. I waited until I knew he was definitely asleep and I got his phone. He still had the same password from when we were together. So I went on Snapchat. I took a Snapchat of myself pretending to be sleeping and captioned it. Mate, you'll never guess where I ended up and sent it to the new girl so it looked like it came from him. I then instantly sent another and was pretending to still be my ex and said, oh shit, I'm sorry, that wasn't for you. We'll talk (laughs) tomorrow. Yes. Then I put his phone away, woke him up, kicked him out, never spoke to either of them since. Did she have sex with him? 
She said, I paraphrased this email because it was very long. She said she did not have sex with him. But she just spent the night to get the pick. Yeah. Damn, that's, that's so like good. Commitment. Yeah. That's like commitment. Yeah. Serious commitment. Yes. It and is so creative. That That is extremely creative. And I commend her for like going the distance. Like I would have probably just yeah. not even thought about my career and like punched her in the face. Right. When like she, I would have just got pushed. I just would have figured that like in the bar, I probably would have like grabbed her face and like smacked it. Yeah. A little bit. Um, like hit, her, hit her over the head with a beer bottle. Actually, but I just want to say one thing. I find it crazy that when a man cheats on a woman, the woman, uh, the women fight. The only person that mm. fucked up here is the man. The guy. I Why know. are the women taking right. their anger out on the other the, the other sure. woman? It's so awful. And it's like, it shouldn't be that way. The only person that fucked up was the man. The woman has nothing to do with that relationship. Right. The oh. man was the one that made the commitment. Oh, we're we're totally with you. Like It just doesn't make it, sense that like the women are need to be so mean to the other women. I totally agree. We talk about this all the time. Like it's not that their fault unless they purposely did something to, or she knows you. Yeah. Like she didn't, you don't owe anything to this person. You don't know them, but it sounds like the thing is, is that it's like, what did that scumbag this girl do? Was, he probably pretended he wasn't in a relationship. But this, what she did is she, I mean, I mean, she ruined the relationship, which is good. <laughs> well, that was the, that was the goal. But I totally agree. And I don't think that's psycho. I think it's cool, <laughs> but I love that the way she did it is so genius because she did it to make it seem so authentic to him. Like he sent the Snapchat and I was like, oh fuck, sorry. I meant to send it to someone else. Like he can't backtrack that. There's no way he can say, no, no, no. She took my Snapchat <laughs> so and then true. she accidentally, and then she pretended it's just like, she well, did he it already so fucked up. He slept over. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. That's it. Sure. Right. Whether or not they fooled around, he slept over. That's, that's already like you're, you've cheated in my books. Right. We call this a psychotic power move. Um, yeah. All right. This um, all right. Last email. You. This is special for you. This is very funny. You want to read it? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll just breeze through it. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years. He has raised my six-year-old son and we share a daughter. We have every intention of getting married in the future. It's just not as high as our priorities, blah, blah, blah. Prior to me, he dated a girl for about a year who had a daughter, not his. His mother still sees the daughter all the time. Again, this is not a daughter that's related to her and takes her to do things and keeps her for weekends at a time while my son is treated like a redheaded stepchild, pun intended, because he is a ginger. Anyway, my mother-in-law hates me because she wanted my boyfriend and his ex to get back together up until a year ago when we found out I was pregnant. That's the backstory of the mother-in-law. She makes it known she doesn't like me. She also hates oranges and the smell of oranges. So when she comes over, I use orange essential oils in my diffuser and place it on the end table next to my couch where she always sits. I purposely feed my son an orange and stick the peel in the garbage disposal and run it so my entire kitchen smells of the sweet scent of oranges while she's <laughs> That's here. That's brilliant. I also just bought a blood orange body spray from Target and I can't wait to marinate in it before she comes over. Psycho or power move? Power move. <laughs> this is so like, funny. Like psycho power move. Like maybe a little bit of that, both, but in a good way. So power it's move. Suddenly yeah. fucking with somebody so bad that like if she said the Mutterlon said like I feel like you're fucking with me, you'd be like, what is wrong with yes, you? That's well, the best. I just feel like, like I also feel like absolutely throw the throw the orange in her face, but I think she also needs to sit down with that woman and put her absolutely. in her place. Well, this is fucked up. She, listen, she you are the mother. The you are kid. like you're yeah. the mother now. You're yeah. the mother now. Yeah. You are the mother of your family. You are the you are the partner to your, to that man. Yeah. So you also need to establish your ground rules. Right. And I think that she needs to talk with that woman and say, listen, by all means, I'm not telling you not to have a relationship with that that kid. But if you're going to have a relationship with that kid, I would really appreciate it if you took that energy and time to put as much energy into our kid. Yeah. Crazy. Prioritize your grandchild by blood. 
because he's a good kid and like he deserves your attention and your love. Right. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, for me as a mom, I always look at like, you know, my parents and Edo's parents and I'm like, I hope that A feels like she has three sets of parents. Mm -hmm. Like you want that. Love for your children. Right. It's not even about her. It's about her kid. Right. Don't punish my kid because you don't like me. Right. Like that poor kid. Like his grandma like doesn't even want to spend time with him. She's with some other rando kid. That's awful. Like it's like she's punishing her by being with that other kid. And the only person that's going to suffer is the actual kid. kid. Yeah. So I think that she needs to sit down with that woman and say, listen. You need to you need to be good with my kid, and you need to put that energy into my kid. That's your actual grandchild. Right. Yeah, and take a whiff of this apartment. <laughs> it smells like oranges. And make sure you chew orange gum while you talk to her about it, <laughs> <laughs> and brew her some orange herbal tea. No, I like that you took the mature route. Mature route. But route, I also like route. what Raina said. Like, I love those moves where if someone were to call you out on it, you could be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, this, did you purposely put oranges in here? You're like, you crazy lady. Yeah, I purposely put oranges in here. Sharon. Yeah. Oranges. Put, tell her to get a diffuser with orange essential oils. That's what she did. Oh, she got the diffuser. Sorry, yeah. I missed that part. It was diffuser, orange in the garbage disposal, and body spray. Diffuser, like, is the most, like, orangey. Yeah. the most fucked up you could do. Essential yeah. oils. Oh my wow. gosh. Well, that's that was all our psycho power moves. This is great. Thank you, you were for playing. You were great. The whole yeah, episodes. You. Did you have fun? Oh my God. Are you kidding? Good. I feel like we go way, way, way back. Yeah. Even we do great. go way back, but Ashley and I, this oh, is yeah. our first New time friends. like sitting and, yeah. you know, chit chatting away. Yeah. But this is perfect. I kept Thanks telling guys. Ashley how much she would love you. Oh, duh. How I mean, I believed you. Yay. Um, so I want you to plug all your things, tell people where they can find you in the restaurants, on TV, your Instagram, whatever else you want to plug, your book. So yeah, so um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Eden Eats. Um, you can uh, follow me at Des at In the Des, which is the restaurant that Ashley loves the meatballs at. <sighs> yeah, don't have any right now. But it's whatever. Uh, so you can watch me on Top Chef Canada on Food Network Canada Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern. And my book doesn't have a title yet, but it will be coming out fall 2020. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll be, um, you know, you'll know what it's you'll 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 know what it's called soon. And you'll be able to follow along with the journey. All right. Well, we had a great time. And as always, you guys can find us at girlsgottoeatpodcast.com for all the show information, for some cute merch. We're going to update the merch. Ashley's been subtly hinting at me that I need to Yeah, we need to update the merch. merch. Hello. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I need to see this merch. I know. Well, it's nothing. Whatever. We'll have new merch for you guys for spring. Sorry we didn't have any spring break tanks for you guys, but whatever. The intern's on vacation. The designer, sorry. This bitch, our our intern will be back from Italy on May 2nd, and she... (laughs) Does your intern travel the world? She's uh, studying abroad. But she's, I mean, I hate to call her the intern, but our designer, Leah, she'll be doing some new stuff. Check us out. Girls Gotta Eat podcast for all the show tickets. New shows being announced soon. Yeah, that's it. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.